Warriors Life Podcast, episode 22. I'm Will Evans here, again with Brad Larkin. Uh, Brad, how are you, mate? It's only a few days since I, I saw you. We uh, actually yeah. caught, up at, caught up for the game on Friday at Brad's house. Um, it was awesome, actually. I think it was about the first time since 2011 we've watched a game together, and it was a goodie. Yeah, it was good, even with the pessimist Tracy on the other couch. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't it good so, though? Wasn't it uh, good? Oh, God, I love it when the Warriors prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, especially after our Doom and Gloom podcast last week. Yeah. Only takes 80 minutes to turn uh, turn those frowns upside down. Um, Do you know what makes it even better? Like, the, the All Blacks losing. And mm. I was just getting around like a Cheshire cat, just a little <laughs> grin on my face. How about that game in the weekend, eh, boys? Yeah, the Warriors <laughs> went good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I saw a lot of people. Uh, you know, on social media about the All Blacks, and they mustn't have shown it on TV here, though, because all I remember is um, Tigers and and Bulldogs playing out a bit of a thriller at nine thirty, but didn't see any yeah, rugby. So I didn't see. I um, I think you must have subscribed to the right channel, so oh, maybe yeah. to get rugby in New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, didn't didn't need uh, didn't need any you know morale boosting after Friday night win of the season so far. Would you say easily? Easily the win of the season. Yeah, definitely. Especially for what form they were taking into it. Like you consider Absolutely. the situation easily their best game of the season. And didn't we celebrate? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely tied a few on afterwards. It was, uh, yeah, celebrated in um, fitting style, I thought. <laughs> yeah. and, we did. Yeah. We did. Who did you like the most of the game? Um, uh, the, you can't go past... Chanel Harris-DeVita in that game. He was amazing from the outset. Uh, the two tri-assists, um, he was just brilliant. Just everything we've been looking for. Probably the spark that we maybe thought we were going to get from Cody Nicarima. He's brought that at six. But also just some real poise and coolness. And, um, and yeah, just a bit of moxie. He's smashing Tom Travojevic. He's, he's just, uh, just a real all-rounder. Yeah, and even Leggy Shaolin. Yeah, Leggy Shaolin. Leggy Shaolin, aka the left foot assassin. Yeah. I thought he was the he was the light foot assassin, wasn't he? Oh, was it the light foot assassin? Yeah. Who was the left foot? Was Pompey the, the club foot assassin? <laughs> That's right. So Adam Pompey's the club foot assassin, but Leggy Shaolin, aka the light foot yeah. assassin. Yeah, he played. He played good. He had yeah, a good little. Probably. 20 minutes there at one stage. We were loving him. Yeah, first uh, first try in Warriors colours and probably his best performance um, for the Warriors against his former club. Uh, good yeah. to see. But just uh, overall, I mean, the, the defensive effort to stay, to keep Manly scoreless for 67 minutes until um, Adam Blair got Simmon. It was a, ins- they did, had an insane amount of um, possession to, to sort of chew up on their own line and it was yeah, it was just great. Every everyone stood up. There was some big plays. They really blunted Tom Travojevic and Daly Cherry Evans, and um, and even some of the like they got such a good pack. And Marty Tapao, he, he didn't, didn't feature, didn't feature, did they? Um, for considering who they've got out at the moment, the the big ones obviously uh, Tohu Harris, Isaac Luke, and, and David Fusatua are key players that heading into the season. You'd to say were you know in their top five or six key players. Um, other top liners that you know would be there otherwise Patrick Herbert and, and Cody Nakarima out injured. Um, yeah, it's yeah. A pretty gutsy effort. 
And oh. yeah, coming off the Canberra loss, it was exactly the tonic that Warriors fans needed and keeps us alive too. It does keep us alive. It keeps us well in the hunt, actually. Gee, a lot of um, results went our way in the weekend, too. Yeah, probably the uh, Penrith beating... Well, I guess it was neither here nor there, but the Sharks and Panthers were both, uh, we're both competing with. So Panthers upsetting the Sharks wasn't too big of a deal. Um, but yeah, a few others stumbled. Massive, the Bulldogs beating the Tigers. They're really knocking over some finals contenders. It's great to see. Um... And yeah, Parramatta being Newcastle was good, and uh, yeah, still riding the hunt. But by my calculations, ran re-ran the ladder predictor, and we can get there with three wins in the last four without too many far-fetched results going our way. So three in the last four. It's not. If, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. tough if they lose this weekend. Obviously, winning three on the trot against the uh, Sharks, South and Raiders would probably be too big of an effort but if they can somehow just jag a win this weekend two of the last three that's quite achievable yeah it is it is they've actually they've actually been alright for about a dozen rounds haven't they yeah it's just that Raiders loss was was stuck out it hurt so much yeah but otherwise they were good for six weeks or competitive for six weeks before that um and yeah and bounced right back with probably the best performance of the season um Still a few, still a few, you know, chinks in the armour and that sort of thing. But they scrambled brilliantly and with Chanel on fire, he was he was ridiculous. Jeez, he is far better player, far far better player than I ever thought. I didn't he see is. this from him. I thought he might. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week or maybe when we were watching the game. We thought he might just be a flashy, flashy guy without too much substance. Um, but he's got plenty. Yeah, I think we mentioned we were talking Friday night. He probably is the perfect replacement for Blake Green in eighteen months' time. He'll just slip yeah. straight into the into that role. I think he looks like an organizer and a worker. Well, he's taken a lot of the kicking responsibility off Blake Green, which is uh, much needed because Green was struggling when Cody was barely kicking. And but yeah, he wants to uh, to be that guy too. He's yeah. It's going to be hard for Cody to get that jumper back. Oh, you can't you can't drop Chanel after that. There's just no, no way. He either Cody has to come in for Green or he's got to be at, at dummy half. There's, that would just be the the most boneheaded decision to to replace Chanel at, at the moment. You'd just ruin all their momentum. Cody got a good run at at six. Um, again, didn't quite, and it, and it and it didn't help that Blake Green wasn't in great form either, but. He didn't quite produce what we needed often enough. No, yeah. no, I, I think he needs he's better suited for this Warriors team anyway as a the utility now. Leave mm-hmm. Tabanga on there for the game, and then Nakarima can be more of a utility. And yeah, yeah, well, he's he's got the capacity. I I did like Aaron Adam Kieran, um his stint at dummy half, by the way, and Jazz was much better at hooker than he has been in the past. But uh, Cody's got the capacity to play, you know, half the game at hooker. Um, He's mm. played there plenty before. Played a grand final as the. As the and he'd be a nice champion. little pace change off the bench too, because he's yeah. a rapid little bugger. Yeah, yeah. Just when those forwards are starting to tie. Um, yeah. What more can you say? Just yeah, Chanel's the future. That's it. Good. Yeah, he is. Gee whiz, he is. And uh, a couple of couple of negatives, and the Blair Simbinning was fairly uh, fairly glaring mm. one. 
that I still can't get past that call. Uh, I barely thought it was a penalty, to be honest. I can see if you, like, fractionally slowed it down, and he sort of half turns and slows up. But, I mean... He, slow, he doesn't change his line, no. though. I mean, why, he slows why are you not allowed to, to slow up? Like, yeah. Uh, and he was never going to get anywhere near the ball as well. That's why a sim binning was a ridiculous overreaction. Old Henry Pay in the box, sending the advice down. Another shocker. Um, he's yeah. too pig-headed sometimes, that Henry P. Yeah, and he's—it's almost a form of worries. It was almost overcompensating or something. Yeah, and I reckon that's almost what that call done. They, a couple of dud calls the other week, and they thought, mm. "Oh, we can't just give make it let them <laughs> off the hook because everyone will think we're we're trying to make yeah, up for our dud calls the other week." So we'll just go heavy-handed yeah. on it. Um, and the, that was probably the only disappointing period of the match. They really uh, struggled a man down. Obviously, Blair's key to their defensive line, but conceded three very quick tries. Almost, almost um, choked, but... Almost, yeah, and that old Trace was loving that. The yeah. pessimist was there barking. <laughs> I got a large mouth. Mount. This, this is it. This is it. Just the normal worries. And I think I made the call. They'll score one more. And old yeah. Jazz T. Yeah, proved you right. Uh, the, yeah. Other, the other negative, officiating-wise... Uh, Ben Cummins, the way that he was talking to Roger compared to the way he talked to Daly, Jerry Evans, and even yeah. in the same in the same sort of after the same penalty was absolutely obscene. Yeah, it was. I wonder if this is half um, half Rog not really knowing how to get them to listen. I think Jerry Evans is quite clever. It's likes of Cam Smith as well. They're quite clever at just staying in the face and trying mm. to please the question where Roger's almost too nice and he, he does what he's told too much. And he's he just seems sort of he's his... a little bit sort of frantic and hyped up and all sweaty from all his hard work. But it, it was just, I've never seen anything like it as far as talking nah. to one captain and then one captain one second later. Like he was like, we're here to listen to Roger in the most condescending tone that you can imagine and then has a two-minute powwow um, answering answering uh, Daly's questions like he was his counsellor or something. It was... Yeah, uh, it, was, it was strange. So That's how clever... That, that's that's part of the, those mm. Aussie guys like the Smith and Chip. They're just so clever in every facet of the game, right down to that. Uh, one thing I did enjoy was uh, Blake Green. I, we didn't catch this at the time. didn't hear it over the mics, but uh, Blake Green, after Adam Blair got simbined, Having a bit of a blow up, so you may as well just kick us out of the comp. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that they're throwing lines like that at the rest. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like keep keep them in their memory. Yeah. You you dirt bag, you yeah. dirt bagged us. We ain't gonna forget about it. Yeah, good to see for, from Blake. He's uh, he was okay the other night. Not not fantastic, but struggling a bit form wise overall. And but he's still got the passion for the jersey. And uh, yeah, 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 he has. With the future plan as well as he is, that's going to help Blake Green get into a bit of form anyway because he's not going to have to worry so much about the game. He can probably concentrate on himself maybe a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so as we talked about, still a finals chance. Um, There's some big games uh, table-wise that affect us other than our own, which we'll talk about during the Round 22 preview, but still right in the mix, particularly if we can just get that win this weekend. 
They're so in touch, aren't they? Isn't it painful mm. how close they are? Yeah, bottom-heavy comp, I'd have to, I have to say. Uh, most bottom-heavy I've, I've ever seen, just about, when you think that, you know, that either us, Panthers, Broncos, Sharks, Tigers or Knights are going to end up in the finals. All had pretty poor seasons. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just a, a little nugget of history. This is a stats corner bonus. Um... When we first made the finals in 2001, we actually became the first team to qualify for the finals with a losing record. Is that right? Yeah, lo- lo- uh, lost more games than we won, so it can be done. It can be done. Mm. Yeah, I, it's, it's so close. I don't, I don't know if it can, but it, it is so close. Mm. Winning those three games is obviously a huge oh, ask still. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. We can, as long as there's hope, um, you know, we haven't had to write off the season just yet. Keep it going for another no, week or no. two. No, no. Yeah, um, at least we've got something to talk about yeah. each week still. So, worst case scenario, the last two rounds will be um, a write-off. So, that's, that's okay. <laughs> well, it's not great, but it's... <laughs> we've uh, had worse. Yeah, we've yeah, had exactly. Yeah, 100%. Uh, changes this week. The team name last night, unchanged, 17. Uh Cody on the extended bench, and there's a fair bit of talk that he may come in. I guess he would come in for Adam Kieran. I don't see them moving Jazz straight back to a middle forward role and, and keeping Kieran um, on the bench and Cody at starting hooker, especially when he's come back from injury. But as uh, sad as it would be for Kieran, he's been going all right off the bench in first grade, but Cody, I think, yeah, might just give them an extra little bit. Yeah, you're a bit far out with the bench selections this year. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, that's one thing you can't pick is what the what bench Kearney's going to yeah, go actually with. Actually, did um, Sam Lasorno didn't even get used in that grueling slugfest against Manly, which is quite. Did he not? Yeah, and uh, had to go back to New South Wales Cup and play a full game on Sunday. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah. Lead the lead the running meters though. So statistically, looked like he had a solid game. Paddy Herbert made his comeback in New South Wales Cup on the weekend and scored a try. Uh, stat lines looked okay. Um, pretty busy, wonder, but yeah, wonder why they're not bringing him up? Yeah, well, the only thing I can think of is that um, Gerard Bell was so good defensively the other night. He had a couple of great um, plays on Tom Trevojevic out wide that. Shut down some pretty dangerous situations. He was he was really good without the ball. Um, you'd think the the logical um, option would be Pompey out, Beal back to the wing, Herbert in. But maybe with Latrell Mitchell lurking on that side this weekend, they uh, just wanted Beal to go out and do a defensive job on him. Give, yeah, give Caddy another week to come back. Yeah, I think that Pompey's got a little bit more learning to do still, hasn't he? Yeah, on Friday night, him he fairly closely. He, just uh, it just seems to lack a fair bit of pace and. Bit of he pause. does. He is. He looks real sluggish. But mm. maybe do you know, some of those big boys? They don't look like they're running fast, but they're flying. Mm, so maybe. Maybe it's that. Uh, we'll give him benefit of the doubt and see how he goes this weekend. Obviously, Fusato is still out. Uh, forgettable year for Fuss. Yeah. But, uh, big King picking up the slack. Top of the try scorers table. How good's that? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Is it because of Hiku? Is that what it is? Well, I've done some... Um, I haven't put it into an article, but I have done some fairly extensive research. Hiku is part of the 
the uh, part of the issue there, but it's also Sean Johnson. Uh, Johnson played on on Fusatua's side. He actually uh, had more try assists for directly for Fusatua than um, Haku did last year. Obviously, with Blake Green out that side, is you're just not getting quite that same, uh, you know, skipping to the outside and creating the overlap like Sean did. Yeah, and it's showing. You've probably got the more creative half um, has been playing on on Ken's side all all season. So uh, that's yeah. part of it. But yeah, it just hasn't gone his way, and obviously a couple of injury breaks, and uh, hopefully, be, hopefully we see him back before the end of the season and dot down a few more times. He's been missing for a while now, right? Mm, yeah, but big Ken, because it's great. He's got to be in the running for winger of the year. That oh yeah. That try scoring table's crazy. Two rookies, uh, Garrick and and Mike Sivo and and Big Ken up there, and yeah, Cody Walker. It's it's bizarre. It is a weird, <laughs> especially Cody Walker, like being a uh, a half. Mm. How, how does that even happen? Yeah, but especially no. Big Ken. I mean, he's he's more than doubled his career try scoring tally. It's crazy. It's out of it, isn't it? It's out of it. He's going good. He's a ripper. He's ripping and ripping and tearing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and carving up the run meters and post contact meters tallies. Yeah, good stuff. Um, what the other Warriors uh, news this week? Hall of Fame. Uh, Ruben Wickie and Stacey Jones inducted to the NRL's Hall of Fame. Just the second and third Kiwis ever. Um, massive achievement. I didn't yeah, see them is. both getting oh. in. They both missed out last year and Mark Graham got in, but uh, well-deserved and great recognition. How's that the, how many Brits are in there? Like, How are they the only three Kiwis in well, the Hall of Fame? It's a bit of a weird system, and they they rebooted it last year. But so for the centenary in 2008, there was an old Hall of Fame, and it just sort of stopped getting added to, and that's basically gone. So in 2008, they named the top 100 Australian players ever. So it was just restricted to Australians. And, oh, okay. And so they just used that 100 as the base last year and then started inducting people. So that's um, why we hadn't seen any Kiwis before. Not necessarily that they would have got their recognition beforehand, but, um, yeah, that's the reason. There's uh, no British guys in there yet. Um, but, yeah, obviously, Wiki and Jones there... Um, massive uh, careers at test level were part of the reason they got they got the nod but fantastic at um, first grade level as well Jones our, probably our greatest ever player I'd still say and uh, Ruben Wickett Canberra legend and pretty awesome four year stint to finish off his career back at the Warriors so, pretty deserving mm, um, yeah. yeah you look at the and players that's... sorry carry on Nah, sorry, you go. I was just going to say the, the calibre of the players that they got chosen alongside Craig Young, legendary St George front rower, and the other one was Dan Bruderis, obviously one of the, the best players of the, the 2000s, really. Um, New South Wales origin legend, Newcastle great, and um, the guys that missed out, Michael O'Connor, Steve Renoff, Kevin Walters, guys like that, Gary Jack, Gary Belcher, so... Is that, so, yeah. no, so far out, there's a couple of names there that I thought would have been in the top 100. Yeah, Michael Let, let alone missing out. And... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeff Toovey um, was was on that list too. So, yeah, it's it's a high accolade when you consider Yeah, it is. Sort of it really is. 
and oh, yeah, that's proud, awesome. Proud for the um, proud for the club as well. So yeah, that's about it. Oh, well, we've got a bit of. I actually just got a snippet of recruitment. Um, Ooh, so hot off the press. Uh, so the Broncos, they've obviously a big juggling act. Um, keep getting all those young Fords uh, that are coming off contract, upgrading them and that sort of thing. Mm. They've been a bit slow on uh, on stitching up David Fafita. And apparently the Warriors and Parramatta are going to weigh in with some massive bids. Are they? Imagine getting him. That would be... <laughs> that would be an insane. awesome one. He's only 19. He's he's going to be one of the best forwards in the game. He's not too far off that level now. Played Origin already. Um, just a behemoth. God, would be level piggings with Parramatta in terms of clubs most people wouldn't want to go to at the moment? Like it's... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, just as probably undesirable as the Warriors would be for an Aussie to come over here. Mm, yeah, we'd have a chance. We'd have a chance. Yeah, he might um, prefer Auckland. Not saying the Broncos are out of the race by any means, but he spent his whole uh, junior career and all that in um, in Brisbane. So going to Sydney may not appeal. Nice yeah, yeah, true. Come to Auckland, nice little buffer. Oh, God, I just want to get someone. Have we signed anyone yet? We haven't confirmed any no, signings for next year, have no, we? None. Um, Happy Coruscant, but we're in the mix with the Bulldogs for for him. But he wasn't overly impressive for Manly the other night. Kind of had second thoughts now that Cody looks like he's going to be shunted to hooker. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it for five for five hundred grand? Not... Might as well just yeah deal with what we've got and then hang out. Jeez, surely there's one of these Aussie halves. There's so many young Aussie halves at the moment. Surely yeah. some of them, Kate Cast or. Uh, there's another one with mainly you've got two or three good young halves here heading them behind them yeah um, yeah just just wanting just some signing news David Fafita would make up for everything I'd take back everything I said about the recruitment team if they <laughs> landed him but a couple of other guys see, we still haven't seen the Warriors name pop up in the Jesse Ramian chat so I've given up on him uh, yeah Manly struggling to hang on to Dylan Walker He's, a, he's. He seems like a bit of a douchebag, but I would uh, take him. He's, yeah, would hide would hide a few douchebags over here. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, well, who's the other one? They're, they're looking like they're gonna have a bit of a fire sale at um, old Titans as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Surely going to be some coming up there. They're under major salary cap problems. They've uh, been talking about the uh, what's their captain's name? Ryan James. Yeah. I don't see him leaving. No, nah, who else is it? Pete's, they reckon. Yeah, Pete's. Um, yeah, guys like that. Leilani Lato could reignite his career here, maybe. And even Proctor. There's a lot of guys mm. that have got one more season. They're trying to see if they yeah, tell on, them on, on, you on might as well look money. for two somewhere. Yeah. Um, the one guy that caught my eye in the um, reserve grade team list this week, he's... Despite the fact that they've lost uh, Wang and Blake, Dean Farre can't get a run in first grade at the moment. Always been a big Dean Farre fan. Is he still in reserve? Is he in reserve grade? Yeah. Um, or jeez, he'd be he'd be a good he'd be a good pickup, wouldn't he? Yeah. There's always he the just, risk that they sort of, you know get them a little bit too late, but uh, yeah. Jeez, swap it, swap him out for a beer. I'll be happy. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Real happy. Just, uh, a little bit more. 
a little bit more dynamic and good defensive. Yeah, defensive, but he's, he has a little bit of a spark to him that you forget mm. about. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or you forget about it. I don't forget yeah. about it. Yeah, you, no, you're, you're always going on about it. About it. <laughs> <laughs> always banging on <laughs> about bloody fiery. <laughs> Posting about it, yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. My newsfeed's full of them. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, around the NRL, anything that caught your eye that you want to... I'm almost uh, a little bit over the stripping role and the... Simbin farces and that sort of thing, and should we just move yeah. straight on? Yeah, yeah, let's roll through it. Let, yeah. Let, oh yeah, I'm I'm sick of people talking about political shit about games. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and and then not the actual game. Oh, I'm uh, whinging and moaning about what a coach says after a game, or whinging and moaning about what they're doing with scrums. Yeah, Get watch a game of footy. Gee whiz, it's not that bad. <laughs> and we're gonna give the people what they want. It's tales of ruining a time. Uh, the, this edition's dedicated to Bevan Shortridge. He specifically preemptive tweeted today uh, to say how much he's looking forward to the show and in particular Tales of Runanga tonight. So uh, Tales of Runanga has a bit of a sideways spiel to it today. Uh, it's, it's it's more of a uh, um, tale of going to a Warriors game with some Queenstown friends actually. So not many Runanga people involved in this, but anyway, I think. Back in the day, we were in Queenstown. There was me, Tams, Kenny Frisbee, and the doctor, Joseph Della Barker. And we got in the car in Queenstown. We drove, we're going to Christchurch. Remember Tigers played Warriors in Christchurch? Ah, uh, yeah, mid-2000s. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, at the old stadium before it yeah. fell to the ground. Um, so we got in the car in there. And the, the, you know, everyone knows why the doctor's called the doctor. So after 10 minutes of him being in the car, we're there listening to... Um, War of the Worlds, <laughs> <laughs> and we watched I Hate War of the Worlds, and we listened to it three times over, like consist continuously from <laughs> from Queenstown to Christchurch, five-hour drive. And I remember the only words that were spoken. <laughs> so we got to about Geraldine, and Tom's goes, "Fuck, shadows are out of it." <laughs> and then it went silent again for another hour. But anyway, we get to the game, and we're so well prepared. We get to Christchurch, and it's about twenty minutes till kick off. We pull up and we're like, we were going to get parked. And we're like, well, we'll just park in front. So somehow we lucked. There was an office block. Everyone else is walking from miles away. And there was literally a park five metres from the gate. So that sweet. Pulled in there. Who cares if we get towed? Then the second bit of luck, we walked over and there's some security guards at some, at some fences. And we sort of asked them, oh, where do you get tickets, bro? And he goes, oh, you want tickets? We can get you some tickets. I'm like, oh. Random, that's sweet though. <laughs> so he sort of peeled the security gate that he's meant to be stopping people going in open a little bit. And we we go, oh, how much, man? He goes, 10 bucks. And we're like, oh, that's, that's a sweet price. <laughs> so we had him 10 bucks each. And what sealed the deal of it being a dodgy setup was they gave us little orange admit one tickets. <laughs> You know, that you get for movies. So they handed us this, and we're like, oh, I oh, know, these guys are just making a bit of money on the side for the night. And then, anyway, we worked out that it was a bit dodgy, and then, then, then beside us, this fight sort of broke out outside the stadium. And they, these two dudes started scrapping, and these security guards panicked, not wanting to draw attention to the dodgy thing they had going on. And they, instead of kicking these guys out, they kicked them into the stadium to get them away from them and booted them in. And then we went in, 10 bucks. And we went into the end stadium. It was at the Richie Hadley Stadium. And somehow 
our, the lucky ended at the night. We climbed up in the end there. We sat down in front of the window, and these people thought we were part of their work do, and they come out for trail sausage rolls and uh, savouries for us. And we sat there just not believing the rows of luck we had. What a day. Worry's got thumped, though. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that one where they uh, got spanked by about 50 points, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. it was. It was terrible. It was raining. It was oh, just a Christchurch night, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, no, unbelievable the <laughs> the craziness that we see, like from car park to tickets for ten bucks to a fight to getting kicked in for a fight to savouries and sausage rolls, all within like fifteen minutes span. Man, the good old Great days. Luck. They run a bit of a tighter ship. All the uh, <laughs> the what what's it called the the security mob that they have. It's, it's all pretty regimented now. Yeah, uh, they're just waiting to yeah. fucking spear tackle someone these days. They just want to want someone to do something wrong. Yeah, now these guys are just—they must have made a good bit of coin, though. Good on them. They would have probably want to made five hundred bucks extra money on their security bill. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I hope if you're listening out there, um, well done. Uh, yeah, yeah. So sorry if that wasn't a tales or a nugget. I'm gonna—I've got to—I'll put a bit of work into next week's tales or a nugget since people actually want to hear about it. Well, it's all <laughs> Runanga related. I mean. You're who you are because you're from Ronunga. It's you know, yeah. you're eventually going to run out of stories from there. Well, probably not, but um, you know, the odd story from from uh, post Ronunga that doesn't hurt. That was a goodie, yeah. sweet. A uh, couple of shout outs before we get into NRL round 22 preview. Um, this one's Anton Poser, the loyal listener and fan, um, always engages with us on social media. Good man, and uh, inspecting, expecting is expecting a wee uh, boy or girl any day now. He might have to miss. He lives in Sydney. Might have to miss the game this weekend uh, f- for the birth. So we'll just see. Um, yeah. I reckon Brad. The name's Brad Orwell. Work for boy or girl. So either way, yeah. Although pretty fluid, but it, we have discussed this on Twitter already. So Hytro and Bunty are the, the leading contenders <laughs> so far. <laughs> Imagine a little girl called Hytro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just a tip for you, Anton, if uh, if it goes a wee bit overdue, just um, just play the podcast. Come flying out to turn it off. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry up, any labour. Yeah. This this dribble. <laughs> and uh, obviously, Tab, uh, this Warriors life um, valued supporter and. Uh, Rugby League Project as well. Go to rugbyleagueproject.org for all your rugby league stats. Best website on the, on the web. Uh, not even just rugby league, just in general. And also Mike, Mike Duncan. Three reasons why he finished last weekend. Got to Cape Ranger. Um, you might have caught the photo on, on TWR's Facebook page, but he uh, he got to the end. Bluffed to Cape Ranger, walked the whole thing, or kite some of it, six months what a journey. Yeah, that's a, out of an effort. He'd be just sitting somewhere with like pumice soap, just shaving <laughs> off the callus of his feet, hey? Uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon, Mike, and uh, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a wee interview with him, hopefully, for next, that will slot into next week's uh, episode. Right, as well. right. Interviews, first interview. Yeah, so if I can... Well worth, yeah. he's, he's a well, very well worth, worthy recipient too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, into round 22, we've, uh, it's a big one for the Warriors. Manly, $1.32 favourites against the Tigers. Come on, Manly. Bounce back. 
wipe the floor with the Tigers and get them out of the race. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Tigers are without Moses and by the look of it, are they? Uh, yeah, just getting to the team list now. Yeah, and uh, Robbie Farrow, that injury as well. So two big outs for them. Um, Curtis Seren and Brad Parker. Jeez, that was a weird injury Brad Parker got the other night. Tapped the ball. And <laughs> what actually happened to him? It was a knee injury. Uh, so he could be out for a couple of weeks. He's got Brendan Elliott coming in for him. and um, But yeah. yeah that was a full ghost attack, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sniper. And, but I think at uh, Brookvale Thursday night, I definitely see Manly bouncing back here. They would have been pretty disappointed in their effort. We actually, we didn't yeah. even talk about it at the time or touch on before. Tom Travojevic, first loss of 2019 in any format. Warriors <laughs> inflicted it, who would have thought? So, gee whiz. He'll be yeah, that Dizzy will be Dizzy would have been brassed off. He yeah. would have been doing some work this week, so that's an easy one. He would have just been turning around uh, on the flight the whole way, just staring at the guys who didn't play well. <laughs> but he's sitting at a dunny smoking... <laughs> Winnie Reds, eh? Just smashing the whole pack. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dez's boys, I think, will get that one. Yeah, easy, fruity, fruity. Uh, Friday night kicks off with, and this doesn't have too much of an impact on the on the Warriors, uh, Titans $3.05 outsiders against the Eels. Up there in Rabina, uh, can't really catch the Eels and Titans, wooden spooners. Um, yeah. yeah, Titans are terrible. Yeah, geez, there's not much to like about them. Scored a few points against the Dragons last week, but still a bit of. Like, a they might they, they might jag one more game this season, but no one's going to pick it. No you, no, you wouldn't be able to pick which one. So you got to go against them every week. Yeah, um, Eels won their last four against the Titans. Should make it five. Still in the hunt for top four. I think they'll. They haven't been too red hot the the Eels, but they've been winning some close ones, um, and they won't want to slip up here. So. Yeah, Moses, Moses has been playing pretty sharp. Moses yeah. has been playing real sharp lately. So yeah, Got to give it to yeah. him. Um, so Eels for us there. Second game on Friday. This is a big one, and I tried to work out what we want to happen, and I still can't figure it out. But anyway, it's the Broncos. Let's see if I can help. Let's see if yeah, I can help. Okay. You, you crunch the numbers. Broncos, $1.68 favourites uh, hosting the Panthers. So obviously oh. they're two teams that we're... Looking to uh, to leapfrog, uh, Panthers are Panthers are seventh, um, one point ahead of the Broncos who are sitting in eighth place. So, oh, it's easy. We need a draw. Yeah, well, maybe, or maybe that, well, maybe we just want one. Whoever loses, then we just start death riding all their uh, subsequent games. Broncos have got some tough ones coming up. Parramatta and South. Uh, in their last three, Panthers. They've got a tough trip to take on the. Uh, Cowboys after this, and then they play the Roosters. I think the second last round, and then maybe Newcastle. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't know that there's that much advantage either way. Whoever, either way. whoever loses, it's good. Whoever wins, we may not be able to catch, but uh, it's a good, it's a good draw for the Warriors anyway. That, that yeah. these two are playing each other. That's uh, yeah, it's like a. Fight. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Is Maloney back? Or what's what? How yep. long did he get? Yeah, so Maloney's back. Uh, I think that might be the only notable change there. Yeah, he's yeah he's. Oh, so the, is that push, is that bump that young fellow is a bird now? Yeah, good debut from young Matt. Yeah, Burton, but he's out of the side. 
That's a funny one. If he was playing, I'd probably back the Panthers this week. I don't, mm-hmm. He had something and he's offering a bit of something. Yep, fair but, call uh, there. Um, yeah, nah, Bronx, I think. Yeah, so they've still got, well, they've Alex Glenn and Matt Gillette on the extended bench. They could do with their experience there. They, man, they were lucky to get out of jail against the Cowboys, and that would have been a great result, <laughs> yeah. great result for the Warriors if, if yeah. uh, that one hadn't panned out that way. Last minute try to Jake Turpin, who officially rejected the Warriors during the week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Broncos at home, happy to lean towards them. They've won their last three against the Panthers, and which were all at Suncorp, and uh, they've won eight of the, the last ten between these sides in Brisbane. So that's enough for me to, to side with them. Yeah, right? talk to me into it. So we're, we're actually both we're all, all in together so yeah, far on this multi this week. Yeah. Interesting. So far, what's Saturday going to do? Uh, Super Saturday kicks off with the Knights dollar forty nine favourites against the Cowboys out there in the Hunter. Newcastle six in a row they've lost. They they really this is is non negotiable to even stay half in the race. They need to win this one, and it's a tricky one for them. Cowboys pretty much out of it, but not a team that I'd uh, fancy playing if I'm coming in off a six match losing streak. Nah, nah. No, they're a funny one, aren't they, Cowboys? They haven't won many at all, but you're still wary of them. It look like they can win. Um, what does this do, points? Who do we want to win? This is a, uh, Definitely we- the Cowboys. This would be be huge if we can get the Knights out of the picture. Well, I'm uh, going that way. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think they're good value to it, around uh, $2.50. But, yeah, Josh McGuire out for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, the less said about them, the better. It's been well covered. I don't know what he's thinking rubbing people's faces, given the scrutiny he's under. Yeah. Um, Tim Glasby back for the Knights. No, out for the Knights, sorry. So that kind of cancels each other out. You think, you look at the Knights lineup, Pierce, Ponger, and those sort of guys that they should be able to get it done, but... They're uh, just knackered. They're yeah. knackered. They've run out of puff for some mm-hmm. reason. Just uh, got into the winning habit and then got out of it, and now they just can't stop the losing streak. It's out of it. It's the first time I've ever heard whispers of Nathan Brown's coaching being yeah. in jeopardy too. Well, he needs a like. They're looking unlikely to make the finals if they don't win any more games. Jeez, you'd have to think he's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. out of it. You wouldn't have thought that sort of twelve months ago. Cowboys have yeah. won their last four against the Knights too, and I reckon they might make it five. Done. Right, oh, who's yeah. second up? Saturday. Uh, it's a big one. It doesn't have any. Uh, impact on the Warriors, but it's one I'll be keen to tune into. Storm dollar forty one favourites against the Raiders. Oh, Storm v Raiders. Um, yeah, big Storm were amazing last week. Yeah, with a few troops down as well. Yeah, um, geez, that Cameron Munster, far out. Yeah, what a player. Uh, let it up. They get Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen back this week as well. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you like what a team? Yeah, what a no, team. it's amazing, isn't it? And the, you know, just bringing guys out of nowhere, starring on debut, Nico Hines the other week uh, was was good. Uh, Raiders, I sat there, I sat here and watched it with Tally actually. Um, she had a weekend of no, it, didn't no, you? yeah, it's a, um, it was good too, and a good game. Raiders, I thought, opportunity lost, but they played all right. Um, you know, they looked like they could get blown out a couple of times. Disappointing that they sort of went off the boil after getting into the lead, but uh, encouraging. They want to go close against Melbourne though, just for some 
pre-finals I confidence. Yeah, I reckon this could be the Raiders' first top four scalp this year. I really? think I think they, they can tip them on Saturday night. Ooh. Yeah, there you go, Tal. Uh, there you go, young fella. Oh, man, yeah, he's still brooding over your uh, lack of Raider <laughs> love, so he'll be pleased to hear that you you tip them. Um, no changes for them, although Joey Leilua is a no. He has been named Joey Leilua to make his comeback. Um, yeah, that's it's like you were listening to it live on radio then. Yeah. No, I've just <laughs> had word <laughs> Yes! Like you listened to an old yeah. footy game in the 50s. Um, yeah, no, not quite. Just uh, realised that I glossed over something there. Um, and the Storm, as we talked about, those a couple of big inclusions for them. But yeah, I think the Storm will win this one in Melbourne. Won five straight against the Raiders. Uh, Raiders haven't lost one in Melbourne since 2013. Yeah. Oh, this is where our multi goes yeah, separate ways. Good, yeah, you fork in the road. Um, closing out Saturday, uh, Rabbitohs dollar thirty two favourites against the Bulldogs. Um, Rabbits, uh, yeah, I think maybe the Dogs two game streak mm-hmm. will run its course this week. Although, gee whiz, sir. yeah, could but, prove it everyone else wrong, have not they? I tell you what, they've been. They've been money against the against the line lately. Even a couple of weeks before that, they uh, they lost um, well inside the point start and two upset wins. I'm willing to with dollar thirty two, not much value there in South. I'm willing to take the dogs again with the line, which is probably uh, around the sort of 10, 10 to twelve point mark. It is good backing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I might. I'll follow you. Yes, gritty. Sam Burgess back for the for the, the uh, Rabbitohs, which is obviously big. Um, and the uh, forums on the extended bench for Bulldogs, but still not sure if he's going to make it back. I think South will win, but yeah, Bulldogs will start if you're looking for. Yeah, it. yeah, that's it. I'm, yeah, I think that is the call. That is a good call. Uh, now to Sunday, and uh, you know how much we love this time slot. Don't get to see the Warriors there that much, but they are there this weekend against the Roosters at the SCG, four o'clock Sunday. Uh, Roosters dollar twenty one favourites. Warriors out at about four dollars something. Juicy value. Remember the, remember this time slot years ago when Brad Fittler was coaching Roosters, and the Warriors are playing the Roosters on this like this same afternoon game. That was it a draw in the end. They just keep running each other down. Oh Do you yeah, that that, that's, it's the uh, one of the greatest games of all time. Um, I might run yeah, a yeah. Friday piece on. I think they got out to Roosters might have got out to eighteen nil. Warriors got out to thirty eighteen. Roosters came back. Vanasta kicks a massive field goal. Michael Whip kicks one with fifteen seconds to go, and it goes into golden point. And then yeah, that's where it finished. Thirty one all. Do you know this? In that game, that game. Talk, sorry, we're not talking about the game this weekend. But that game, I was driving back from Renunga. That me and Trace were driving back from Renunga to Queenstown, like an eight-hour drive. And you go in and out of radio reception, mm. and we just had to stop in the middle of nowhere near Haas, where we just got reception. We parked on the side of the road, and we listened to the game on Radio Sport. And I was in the car, just <laughs> loving it. It was epic, and I didn't even visually watch it. It was amazing, just on the radio. Well, so anyway, ho- hopefully this weekend lives up to that hype. Oddly, I have a anecdote about that game as well, and not watching it. I was at, it was actually on my birthday, my twenty sixth birthday. I was at Splendor in the Grass in Byron Bay, off my chops, and uh, <laughs> and I called called my dad uh, called my dad for the result, and he was there explaining it to me blow by blow how it happened. I was just uh, 
Yeah, while oh, out. No. But I did, uh, yeah, have since seen it. Unbelievable game. Catch the highlights. Jesus, the imagine a fully loaded will on that information at no, a music I festival. Yeah, I know. Just, you would have cut loose. This <laughs> about took the stage after that. <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> Wrecking ball. Um, yeah, but how do you see this one going? Roosters, obviously, defending premiers, star-studded, have it all over us um, on paper. Um, but we've won four of our last five against the Roosters, last two that were in Australia. Um, yeah, if, if they have an off game, and we, I think we still need to play a little bit better than we did last weekend yeah. again to beat the Roosters. And if they have an off day, we can do it. That's the annoying thing when they have games like they did against Manly last week. They can yeah. do it. Yeah. They can actually yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what pisses you off the most yeah. when they don't. So we've got every chance. And far out. Got yeah. to stay confident yeah, if we want exactly. to try and get to the finals. I'm not going to tip against them with so much at stake. Um, just a couple of stats that will uh, boost your confidence a little bit. So, um, you know, where are we? Since uh, that lo- that horrible loss to the Tigers in round two, we've had nine games away from Auckland. Obviously, we finally broke that streak at Mount Smart. We shouldn't touch on before, but they've been good on the on the road. Nine games um, away from Auckland since round two. The one five drawn one, and then the three losses were by four points or less, and they were to um, to South Melbourne and that controversial loss to Parramatta. So they've been excellent on the road. Uh, Gee whiz, yeah, that is good stats. Never played at the SCG before, so um, yeah, just a little bit of a novelty there. Um, Roosters have lot one six straight at the SCG, but I don't think the um, away factor, certainly the crowd atmosphere, is a bit blunted at the that big oval and probably yeah who cares about them we'll let the roosters podcast bang on about yeah, their yeah, record yeah, there. their problem we're the wild wilds yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah i don't know just it's just some a feel about it um rate them a chance here there's still a couple of guys out boyd cordon may be back um but talcao is still out still got jake friend out um yeah, they weren't. They they could have gone for the jugular, I thought, in Canberra, but they uh, just yeah. still a notch or two off. They'll be yeah. yeah. Um, Rog and Teddy head to head. Yeah, how about that? I reckon. Yeah. Um, they've, they've been probably two of the most talked about players in the competition. Everyone's in love with Teddy. I'd I'd still take Rog any day. Look uh, what Rog is doing at a far less. Yeah, team. without several of the game's other best players. With Giving them the ball in, the, in yeah. a nice position. Look, he's great. Don't, oh, like, yeah, I'm he's not, awesome. But, but I, th- I think Rogers got it over him this year. Yeah. Um, Chanel up against Luke Carey, that's a big one. Um, oh, put one of those smothering hits on that little maggot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Blake Green up against Cooper Cronk. Really need Green to show the, the sort of form he displayed against the Sharks rather than what we've... Saw against Canberra a week later, or a couple of weeks later. Um, yeah, another big matchup. Parsi has to stand up to Wadea Hargraves and uh, really sort of lay a platform for us. He's He's got to be our sort of, not game-breaker, but just someone that unsettles the Roosters, like he did against Parramatta. He was he was awesome, but don't always get that from him. No, it's a, he is hitting us. I don't know, yeah. No, I'm happy. I'm happy to stay confident about this one this weekend. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be having a a um, a 
a nudge at 420 for the Warriors. That's tremendous value. And, what a nice number yeah, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll be uh, yeah yeah at about 420. You'll be having a 420 and uh, and 420 on the Warriors. Hoping to ride my 420 yeah. patient. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Stars are aligning. <laughs> I might have to put 420 on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice collect there, and if you're looking to uh, just to just to hedge it a wee bit and keep your multi on track, a thirteen and a half point start on the Warriors, you've got to take that. Is it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think not much more we can say. We're quietly confident. No, we'll just be rambling like we'd ramble. Mm. I think yeah, mm. it's good. No, go the Wild Wolves. Who's who? Dust off this round, although we'll be knackered after that game. Yeah, but there is a bit of interest in it for Warriors fans. Uh, Sharks, dollar thirty-six favourites against the Dragons. Uh, Sharks, another of those teams that we would like to lose, sitting mm-hmm. in and around us. Um, slightly more interest in it as well because we have to go there, <coughs> go to Shark Park and play them next week. So it would be a good one to just oh, to, uh, yeah. you know unsettle the Sharks a bit and. Yeah, if they lose this and and then lose the Warriors, they're just about out of it. So they'll be primed be for a this. Foot, nice little. Mm. That's good. Gee, the Dragons, that Dragons Titans game last week was actually quite good to watch because neither of them wanted to defend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was, that wasn't a bad watch at all. Yeah. Uh, who do I want? Oh, we need Sharks. I mean, Dragons. Sorry. Yeah, we'll be back in the Dragons. I think the Sharks will somehow get it done at Shark Park. The yeah. Had, had a bad Although they're, they're a funny little team, they've got a bit against each other. These two, don't they? Yeah, so. the the derby. Uh, yeah, won yeah. Four of the six last six derbies and the last two at Shark Park. So, um, yeah. Obviously, you look at that Dragons team. You can't believe that they're going this bad. <laughs> I know. It's out of it. Mm. It's it, there's something wrong at the top. Has to be yeah. something wrong at the top in the info they're getting given there because that is. A, on paper, a great team. So there's, yeah, there's uh, definitely the potential there for them to to upset a, a team that's not, you know, not going overly well. The Sharks, they look like they'd uh, they're setting sail for, you know, six six place finish maybe when they beat the the Rabbitohs, but man, last yeah, week. they did, but they just yeah, they're just coughing and spluttering their way through the year, like a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just feel like the Sharks are the team that that should be able to. Uh, you know, get a good win and then carry it on, but this hasn't yeah. happened. Well, they were down by a lot against Penrith before uh, Sean Johnson helped spark a late surge and only lost by six in but yeah, deserved losers and maybe another loss this weekend, hopefully another loss in round 23 against us. Yeah, that'd be bloody good. Where are we playing them? Here? Uh, no, over there. So that over there. Wellington game was... was our home game. Oh. Yeah. But, oh, wow. Yeah. So we will, yeah, that's uh, round 23 all wrapped up. Um, well, punch out a quick um, stats corner if you've, if you've got time. Get, get into it, mate. Get into it. Well, I just thought since it's the first time that we're playing at the SCG, new venue, obviously famous old ground, but we've never played there before. So we'll just have a look at the best and worst winning percentages of, of grounds for the Warriors. Um, so starting with the best, the top five. Uh, coming to number five, 45% win record Olympic Park in Melbourne. A few famous wins there, including uh, finals win in 2008. But yeah, a bit of a surprise one there. Another surprise, we've got a 50% record at Brookvale Oval. What? Yeah, crazy, eh? 
Um, one that, six yeah, six. that is. I would have picked them as one of the other way, but anywho. Yeah, especially with our terrible record against Manly. Probably picked up a couple of cheap wins at the Northern Eagles' expense. But um, coming to number three, Mount Smart Stadium, around 50 per seven, 50, 50 per seven, 57% <laughs> rate. Um, probably <laughs> <laughs> So close to the end of the show, too. Uh, hopefully, most people switched off when they heard Stats Corner. Um, yeah, wanted to be a little bit better than that. It's taken a bit of a hit this week, this year, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Coming in, and this is a good omen potentially for playing the SCG for the first time. Our second best winning percentage, fifty nine point six two percent at the Sydney Football Stadium. Fifty nine. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, one right, is it? Fifteen drew one, lost ten. Obviously, against some pretty ordinary. South teams back in the day, a lot of games against the Roosters and a couple of neutral ground finals games there, but yeah, yeah. it's good. And number one, Rabina Stadium, um, obviously the Gold Coast home ground, got a great record against them, and 61.54%, one eight lost five. Um, moving on to the worst, probably should have started with worst, eh? Yeah, you probably... Anyway, <laughs> could go and edit it, put this bit ahead of the last bit, but I won't. Um, this is all. You know, people start to complain about it because otherwise this show's been faultless. Yeah, I know it's so flawless that you got to. Yeah, you don't want to be seem too perfect. Um, <laughs> minimum ten games. This is, by the way. Um, number five in the worst uh, column. Um, Thirteen hundred small stadium in Townsville. Thirty-one point five eight. Despite the Cowboys being awful for the first sort of ten years or so of their existence, we've only got a thirty-one point five eight percent win rate there. One six lost thirteen. Haven't had to go there this year, and we won there last year. So, thirty hmm. percent. Uh, Amy Park in Melbourne. So we've got this uh, reputation of going there and winning some big games. One of those, the, our three wins there was a preliminary final. But but, but it was that long ago that it wasn't even at that new stadium. <laughs> I've yeah. been at Amy Park for years now. Um, yeah, so obviously Storm got a pretty decent record against everyone there. Um, this is not looking so good for the last three rounds. Coming to number three, Shark Park, 20, 29% win rate there. Won five, lost 12. Um, doesn't bode overly well. Coming to number two, our last uh, last round venue, 25% at Bruce Stadium, or GIO Stadium in Canberra. Won four, lost 12. So that's where we have to go. How many people they get into those games in there too? I know the Viking clap. The crowd was insane. He was he was sitting on on the couch doing the Viking clap. (laughs) 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 He's loving it. Um, And the number one worst winning percentage for a venue for the Warriors, uh, Wynn Stadium in Wollongong, fifteen point three eight percent. One two lost eleven. Jeez, we've lost some games yeah. there. But we it's unbelievable. We didn't have to go there this year, and we won there last year to break a 22-year drought there. The only other win we had was against the Steelers back in 1996. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Steelers. It is on our bucket list, though. Go there. It it's is, so yeah. Definitely on mine. Yeah, it looks so nice and warm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for us this week. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and enjoy Sunday. Hopefully, something to cheer about, and we'll be back next week.
Um, yeah. Thanks again. Brad, do you want to see us out? Hey, catch you later, guys. You look after yourselves out there, kids.